0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the In-Situ Collective podcast. My name is Jack Graham.
1: And I'm Matt Caracas.
0: And today, we're going to go over your biggest mistakes. So your mistakes, our mistakes. Same thing, sort of, maybe. Uh, we wanted to go over our biggest mistakes, three of our biggest lessons, I guess you could say, we've learnt over our life about health, fitness, wellness and just so you can learn from them as well. I feel like between us, a lot of you are gonna be doing the same mistakes and we sort of wanna do this episode so that you stop doing those as well and you know, going around in circles, not getting the results you want or just ruining your body.
1: Yeah, I guess, I feel like my fitness journey, health and fitness journey is a lot shorter than yours, Mm. (laughs) maybe. I only started really exercising when I was 18, probably, and I think the, straight up, the biggest mistake that I made back then was being all or nothing. So I was either 100% I'm a healthy person, I don't eat chocolate, I don't eat takeaway. I only eat salad wraps, probably. I feel like I lived <laughs> off those for ages. Um, I exercise every day. I run. When I say exercise, I mean I was doing, like Kayla, it signs ebooks in the backyard. Um, and then I would get sick of it and I would do a complete 180 and. Burn binge, out. drink. Well, not even. I would just like be like, oh, I don't want to do this. It's too hard to be healthy. Hmm. So I would just go back to my old ways and I would binge, drink, eat takeaway, not get enough sleep, um, just eat crap food.
0: Yeah, I feel like that is burnout. I feel like, again, all or nothing. Like if you're all in 100%, everybody's just like, you know, go, 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 and then you're going to burn out, whether yeah. it's exercise or nutrition. So what do you feel like you're doing differently now to not burn out or all or nothing?
1: Uh, I feel like, firstly, exercise the exercise, the style of exercise I'm doing is very different. So the exercise itself doesn't burn me out. So mm. rather than doing HIIT training seven days a week and running, which is basically high intensity which is, is high intensity as well i'm doing resistance training and i actually am doing it because i enjoy it whereas i was doing hit training because i thought that that's what you had to do to be skinny yeah. back then yeah that's what everybody on the internet was doing so i just assumed so to start with i was doing something i didn't want really want to do i just wanted the body like and Then secondly, it was high intensity. Mm. Um, Thirdly, I think I was eating a lot of foods I didn't really want to eat and I didn't know the value of food. Mm. So I was probably eating what I thought was healthy and what I thought was low in calories, but in reality it wasn't. So I wasn't seeing the results that I wanted, which also leads to burnout. So now I resistance train rather. I know the value of food. Um, I still eat the things that I really like, like chocolate. Um, I don't drink alcohol, which I'm more than okay with um and I prioritize my sleep more than anything else in the world
0: (laughs) yeah cool um I guess one of mine was yeah counting calories as well oh yeah knowing the value of food um like I've been in health and fitness since like I've been working out since I was 15 or 16 and I wish like And I do these episodes because I'm literally talking to my 15-year-old self, like, I wish I knew these things back then Uh, and counting calories and just knowing the value of food. Like, so many people just don't know what calories are and then they don't know how many calories they're meant to be eating every single day. Yeah. And I had no idea. I was just eating food. Again, (laughs) same thing. I'd probably just eat a salad every now and then thinking, yeah, sweet. Uh, I I wish I knew about protein, all that sort of stuff because, you know, I started going to the gym because I didn't have the body I wanted, yeah. and I could do all the gym I wanted. But unless I knew food, it, it made no difference. I was just lucky because I was young, and when you're young, food you know it does play a role in it, but not as much. Yeah. So as you sort of get into your twenties, thirties, like you've got to focus on the food a lot more. And my biggest mistake, and I to, to this day, I still you know, make this mistake. I think I'm going all right. And then I'll track for a couple of days and like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> what, <laughs> what am I, I doing? doing? <laughs> <laughs> what am I eating? So it's and it's something that you continuously do. But the more you do it, the more you know the value of food. Like, I don't have to do it as intently and as precisely as I did in the start, because yeah. I start learning, you know, how many calories are in things, how much proteins in things, all that sort of stuff.
1: That's one that was going to be my next point or lesson um, about not learning. Mm. So I think that another big mistake that I made was I didn't bother to learn anything. I didn't, or slash invest. So like invest in learning, I guess. Like Mm. I didn't bother to invest in a program that was going to teach me about my body and how to, how things should feel and how I should be squatting and everything like that. How like resistance training and energy balance works. I didn't invest in learning about nutrition or getting help from somebody that could guide me in the right direction. that could tell me how much I wanted to eat. I just, I was very naive, I guess. And I was like, I know everything <laughs> I need to know. Like I'm eating salads and I'm doing high intensity exercise. I'm going to lose weight.
0: Kayla Instein ate that on Instagram. So I'm going to eat that. Yeah, exactly. That's,
1: <laughs> I, that's another thing with the It Sign program. I didn't invest in that. I got it off a friend, you know, because it's like you get an e-book and they just pass it around. And Mm. so all my friends in high school were doing it. So I was like, oh, sure, I'll do it too. Um, And I feel like, one, when you don't invest, there's less, far less commitment. You don't feel like you haven't put any skin in the game as such. Um, So I'm just like, oh, whatever. It's a free e-book. It doesn't matter if I do it or I don't do it. Mm. Um, And then, like, I feel like I say so much that learning... Is motivational. So the more you learn about your body, the less crappy things you want to do because you know like what it does to your body. I guess.
0: Yeah. So this isn't one of mine, but I I agree. Like the more I've learned about foods and what foods do to my body on the inside, the less like the more I've cut out. Like you said, alcohol. I hardly drink anymore because I know the more I learn about it, I'm like, holy shit, I don't want that to happen to my body. Yeah. Um, You know. Uh, take away, all that sort of stuff. Like the less you start consuming it because the more you've learned about it. And it is very motivating to be healthier.
1: Yeah. What was your second point?
0: Um, My second one was intensity. Oh yeah. So um, this sort of goes into my, like my second and third are sort of tied into each other. But intensity, I made this mistake even when I had a gym with 60 clients. I wasn't getting the results I wanted, so I thought, oh, more intensity, more workouts. Yeah. I'm going to get more results. And it does not even work like that. And I apologise to everybody that <laughs> I was training at the time because I was fucking up my own body. So, not I, I, you know, this is a very recent, I guess, educational thing for me and the thing I've realised and a mistake I've realised that, you know, I was, you know, not only was I fucking up my own body, I was, must have been doing damage to other people's bodies. Because, you know, I was the trainer, I was the coach, you know, do what I do type thing. Yeah. And now it's completely different. Like I there's not too many people that I'm coaching that do what I do because yeah. their goals are it's different. It's individual. It's individual. <laughs> like you get better results when it's individualized. And like I had uh, tendinopathy tendinothop- in both patella tendons and I was still going hard thinking that you know I'll just work through it and I'll get the results I want and I just got worse and worse to the point where I could I could walk upstairs without pain wow and this is only a couple of years ago so again that that's something the biggest thing I've learned and I wish I could go back to even just five years and go Jack just calm the fuck down <laughs> you don't need to do so much to get results
1: yeah
0: um especially like body composition goals, results, and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, performance goals and athletes and all that sort of stuff, very different. Yeah. And I thought, you know, if I train like an athlete, I'll look like an athlete. Yeah. But it's 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 not even close to the truth.
1: And you didn't live the lifestyle like an athlete did. Like, you were still working 50-plus-hour <laughs> weeks and... Yeah.
0: And, um, you know, back then it was CrossFit, so it was all cross, CrossFit, CrossFit, CrossFit. So you're seeing, like, Rich Froning... Matt Fraser, all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, fuck, if I train like them, I'll look like them. But what you don't realise, they've got no stress in the world. No. They, they don't do anything else other than train. They've got and no each. jobs. They are not. <laughs> they don't have to worry about bills, you know, going to shops, get food. Everything is supplied for them. They've got no no worries in the world. And, you know, no stress equals, you know, having a lot better Ability body. Ability
1: to recover. Yeah. The, yeah.
0: So, again, that would be my second one is, you know, just, I guess, intent of the training intensity doesn't matter yeah you know i guess i don't know what my lesson is there but you know just train smarter i guess i could say to myself back then
1: i feel like it comes back to education again because if you don't know about training intensity and the purpose of exercise that you've the exercise that you've chosen then Mm. you better learn about it yeah so what is your third one you said it links to your third one
0: um compounding interest What? Yeah.
1: Steve Antonio, in here?
0: <laughs> it's, it's an investing thing. Like, it's, I can't st- stress this enough. Like, investing in your body is, a, like, you know, it compounds over time. So, oh, I right, so, yeah. so I've, like I said at the start of this episode, I've started working out when I was 15, but, like, I'd do a couple of years, take a rest, and not do anything for a couple of years. Then I'd start again, do a thing, and it would, like, f- probably for the flusts five years now I've been consistently moving and doing things I need to, but before that was very broken. Like I'd go through bouts of, you know, doing everything I needed to, stopping, you know, putting on weight, losing muscle, all that sort of stuff, and then trying to get it back. And if I had of just, even if it was just once or twice a week, just continually done resistance training or whatever, any type of training, I would be a lot further on, you know, I'd be, I wouldn't have, you know, fucked up my knees and that sort of stuff, you know what I mean? So just doing something consistently like has a huge compounding interest. And like I say to a lot of my clients, like you need to earn the right to be able to not train as much. So when you first start training, yeah, you need to put a lot more effort in, not so much, you know, not seven days a week training, all that sort of stuff, but you need to put a lot more effort into training, nutrition, all that sort of stuff. Because uh, you need to compound that, you know, out to a couple of years, where yeah. your body, you know, again it comes down to education. You know what goes in your body. You know what you need to do, all that sort of stuff, and you don't have to train as hard or you know as intently. Eat as focused, and you'll get the results you want later on down the track because you've put in all the work. Yeah. So that's probably my last one. Is just I wish I had of continued from when I was 15, just, you Going. know.
1: Going, rather than stopping and starting. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I'd be a lot further on.
1: Yeah, cool, that's a good one. Uh, my last one is a little different and it might be a little mean, but <laughs> it is to like realize or maybe remember that no one is actually looking at you.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, that's a good one.
1: Yeah, be, esp- I don't know, for men, but especially for women, i like I had mostly, most of my friends in high school were guys so they went to the gym at 16, 17, 18 years old and I do remember signing up to go to the gym with them when I was that age but being the only girl in the group it was very hard for me and I think I signed up and went to the initial consultation and the lady in the gym was very rude and she's like why do you, like you're in high school, you're skinny, you're small but obviously I was in high school and I still had self-confidence issues Mm. um and I was mostly going because I'm like all these people looking at me and I'm chubby and everything like that and if I start exercising maybe people will notice me in in a different way or I'll have a better reputation for Mm. lack of a better word um but really no one's looking at you (laughs) Like they see you, yes, you're not invisible. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying people aren't looking at you and thinking, look at that little bit of cellulite there, look at that pimple on her cheek. People don't, you're the only one that thinks that and nobody spends as much time looking at your body as you do. Yep. So obviously you're going to notice every tiny little imperfection. Mm. Um, and I feel like I based what I wanted my results to be and I based my motivation on looking better for other people. Um, and I feel like, especially when I started training in, so I sort of went to the gym when I was that age, then quit, never went back to a gym after, I quit after like a week, <laughs> started doing calisthenics signs in the backyard because no one could see me. And yeah. then I was like, I'll just quietly exercise and then I'll come out and I'll be this fit, skinny, healthy person. And everyone would be like, oh, look at her. But that's not the case at yeah. all. I should have just been exercising for myself. And A, I would have felt better about exercise, probably would have stuck to it a lot longer. And I would have got results that I actually liked
0: yeah um and I can't stress this enough like you're gonna if you are being judged you're gonna be judged no matter what you look like yeah whether you're large thin muscly not muscly you know super toned whatever you look like changing it isn't going to change the way people perceive you like I feel like it's all in your own head
1: yeah absolutely
0: how you think people perceive you um And I feel like the more effort you put into changing and especially making it public on like Instagram and all that sort of stuff, the more people judge you anyway.
1: Yeah, I think to avoid or not really avoid that, but I think to help yourself when that is your mindset, like I'm changing because I want this person to think that I look better. Um, The thing that I did, I think that was a turning point for me was I started taking progress photos rather than just waiting for someone to compliment on my body composition change. Mm. And the progress photos were for myself. Mm. And I wasn't showing them to anybody because I was embarrassed of them, obviously. So I would only look back at them and no one was ever going to judge them, but Mm. I could see the progress. And then the more that I did that, the more I was like, it doesn't matter if other people see it as long as I can see it. Yeah. So I guess that's one of the many ways you could start to shift from relying on other people's Um, recognition of you, I
0: suppose. Yeah, and I've said this in other podcasts, when it comes to that sort of stuff, make it a performance goal. Yeah. You know, go like make your aim a 5K run, you know, a certain lift like rather than a certain image. Yeah. Because, again, you're chasing an image that you think's good but not everybody else thinks good. So you might get there and everybody's still judging you because, you know, no one else thinks it's good. Yeah. Yeah. So you go in a whirlwind there. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, good point. Yeah. Good point. So let's recap. Mine were counting calories, knowing the value of food. Yeah. Um, second is intent of workouts, um, being smarter about the workouts, you know, smarter about the movements I do to my body, all that sort of stuff. And third was just consistency. Like, yeah. What, I'm 34 now, I should have been more consistent throughout my whole life. Again, I would have l- maybe learnt these lessons a lot earlier. And like I said, maybe not put like a whole gym through, <laughs> <laughs> through um, punishing punishing workouts and ruining their bodies. So again, just being consistent, whether it's, I think it all comes down to education on my side, but just if I had have been more consistent with working out, I would have learnt you know, the value of food sooner and yeah. the value of movement sooner, all that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, definitely. What was my first one? Oh, don't have an all or nothing personality. Mm. So don't change everything overnight. Like, I guess, introduce small things rather than, what did we, talk, what did we say it came down to? Burning out rather mm. than doing everything you possibly can and then burning out and doing nothing at all. My second one was education slash investing. So learning about the reason, I guess, behind why I'm making all these changes and investing in a good program or educator or coach something. Uh, And the third one was no one's looking at you (laughs) in a good way. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, awesome, great episode. Yeah. Um, thanks for watching all the way to the end. Obviously you've got something out of it, so make sure you like, subscribe, follow, wherever you're watching or listening to this. Helps us and it helps us reach more people. Um, if you have made one of these mistakes, let us know, comments below or reach out on Instagram. You'll find me at Jack L. Graham and-
1: At Mac underscore in situ. Uh,
0: if, or if you feel like we didn't, if you've had a bigger mistake and you've had a bigger learning from those mistakes, we definitely want to hear that. Uh, you can head over to our website as well, situcollective.com, where you can fill out a form and let us know that as well. Um, and I think that'll do. Yep. Awesome. Thanks again for tuning in. And as always, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.